Ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. You're listening to the Deal Room Podcast. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on business sales and acquisitions. Get across trends in the area and hear the industry's best recount their real life tips, traps, and experiences. Now, here's your host, Joanna Oki. Hi, it's Joanna Oki here and welcome back to the Deal Room Podcast, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. Now, today we are talking to Clifford Foster from Universal Business Brokers, all about the specialist area of selling and acquiring gyms. In this episode, we look at what the differences are in selling gyms or buying gyms as opposed to other types of businesses. We look at who the buyers are and it's quite interesting as we delve into the type of buyer of a gym business. We look at processes that are used and the factors to consider both from a buy side and a sell side in relation to gyms. And we also consider the importance of team. So this is a bumper episode. If you or your clients have an interest in gyms or an interest in investing in good quality businesses, then this episode is a must listen for you. Cliff, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Brilliant. Okay. Now, today I wanted to have you on. I I really um, enjoy being able to do snapshots of particular industries um, on the deal room here. And I wanted to do a a show all about gyms. And so, of course, you were the first person that I thought of in terms of talking about the the sale and purchase of gym businesses. So that's why I wanted you on board. And that's what I'd love to talk about today. Brilliant. Okay. So let's launch into it. Um, how are gyms different in your experience to other businesses that you sell? Okay. So strangely enough with gyms, when we first started out, and I started as a dentist broker about 10 years, I've sold gyms way before I launched into, you know, being one of the specialities that Universal Business Brokers looks after. Um, I've sold many of them. And my experience is that every single one I ever listed, we sold. And today, that wow. remains the same. So, you know, a couple of years ago, we, we, we tripped over the, um, the franchise gyms, Anytime Fitness, Plus 24, and so on, so on, so on. So we, we listed the first one uh, a few years ago, one of them, two, two or three years ago. We listed the first one. We sold it immediately. Now, we thought at first, who do we market this business to? Is it to personal trainers? Is it to other gym owners? Is it to, is it to those that sort of health and fitness sector? And, yes, it was how we marketed the first one, but what we found is that most of our buyers were not personal trainers. They were actually um, accountants, lawyers, doctors looking for a good investment with a good return. So Fascinating. Yeah, so over, over the time we've, we've, we've progressed that rate and since we've really launched into it and got some footholds with these, with these, with these franchises and that sort of stuff and now recommend us, um, we also got in to meet who the other gym owners are. Who, most of them we found are either multiple gym owners, some as many as 20, 27. Mm-hmm. I've got mm-hmm. 27 gyms. Right, so, so they're they're investment based businesses because they're, they're they're very low uh, staff staff um, management. So they usually got one permanent uh, manager that runs the gym. Uh, they generally lease out um, gym space to personal trainers who pay them. So the staff when you go in there are paying you, you're not paying them. Mm. Okay, so 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 they're full financial businesses. So they've got the financial background. Uh, they can they can verify memberships and things like that. So what we did is in our, in our as we move forward. We dealt directly with other, with other gym owners that would want to buy the other ones because if the, if, the, if the numbers stack up, 
that guy over there who owns three other ones is going to want that one as well. So we've made it our business to know who those people are. So when we list, say, say an Anytime Fitness franchise, for example, we've already got the buyer before we get the seller. So as long as the figures stuck up for the right multiple, so generally these things are selling between 3.2 and four times multiple of, of Pivotal. Um, so we've already got the buyer for it in a lot of cases. But in saying that, we still extensively market directly to the demographics that we think might want to buy it, be it doctors, lawyers, and also other gym owners. Um, so we program that in the back of social media campaigns to go to those people. But generally, we can, even, we can sell them without doing that. We can sell them just because we've already got the buyer before we get the seller. Mm, wow, amazing. And so, and I, I think it's quite unique to have an industry where you've got a bigger pool of buyers sitting there waiting than sellers. Um, I, you know, certainly there's a few other industries that I can think of like that, um, like accounting practices, for example, but it's not, it's not the norm. So, um, you know, so it certainly makes it an interesting industry. And you talk about the, the buyers being, um, in investors, so yes. being the you know the lawyers, the accountants, or the multiple gym owners, um, what is it? And, and I guess for the multiple gym owners, they come in knowing the business. But how difficult is that chasm for you in dealing with the investors who haven't run gym businesses who are looking for it as an investment? You, yeah, look, because it's a franchise, obviously there's, there's, there's franchise training and there's things like that. So they've got to go in there and do their franchise training uh, prior to settlement. Um, so they get that training on hand. And most of these 20, most of these big tier one gyms have got that in-house training. They've got their own systems in place. So so when these buyers come in, generally most of the ones we've just recently sold, uh, to people who already own them, even though they are investors, so they know the they know the value in them. They know the return on them. So they're happy to buy a multiple because it's just another. And you get your choice. You, you can go and buy a residential property. You get three to five percent return on your investment. You can go and buy a commercial property. You get four to seven percent on your investment. Or you can buy a, a tier one twenty four hour franchise and get thirty percent return on your investment. So mm. these are smart people that are buying these things. Um, mm. So they'd rather get that higher return on investment. After three years, they own it, and then it's just one hundred percent profit. So. Um, dealing with them is quite easy because they're educated people. So you're dealing you're dealing with a, a, a smaller, lower end, you know, corner store type business. It's a different dem- or different, um, let's say, education level of of, of of buyer than dealing with these you know smart, educated investors who, who who can see the figures and read them well and know that that's, that all stacks up. So it actually makes our sale a lot easier. They're a lot bigger sale for us um, than the, than the small SME businesses. Um, and you're dealing with a person who understands it, so understands how to read a financial uh, document and understands you know, that, that, that finance, and they've usually got the, the financial position to be able to get the finance, to be able to buy it. And it it's just very, um, uh, we find, a much simpler process. Mm. Some business types, some industries, seem to have a high level of turnover in terms of buyers and then the period of time before they sell. Where where does it sit for gyms? Um, do you generally find buyers um, buy and hold for longer than, you know, other industries that you might deal with? They don't turn, they don't turn over that often. But um, we've got that many buyers with a the, with the lack of sellers, so they don't turn over because a lot of these people hold them forever. So some of the guys that work, we deal with have had their gyms forever. Mm. You know what I mean? That it's accumulating. Mm. Um, because the cash cows, I guess, as you're talking about here, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if they're giving you 30% return. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, you know, but seldomly these people don't sell these things. So one recent sale we done was purely for divorce. Mm. So the husband and wife are divorcing and they need to free up some cash to, to, to settle their, their affairs. So 
Um, other one was we just sold one recently where they were selling the smaller one to buy the bigger one because mm. they needed the cash flow from the smaller one to buy the bigger one. So, um, and then the guy who bought the bigger one also bought another bigger one. Mm. So, there's, there's, in a couple of occasions, we've sold multiple to 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 one individual. Mm. So, we've got a, a, a group of buyers that we deal with you know, on a weekly basis, so we keep informed. Basically, when they miss the business with it, with us, we give it to those guys first and say, "Here it is, guys." Or sometimes we give it to one guy or two guys and say, mate, do you want that one? And you'll go, no, not that one, but I'll, I'll give it to that guy. Or do you want that one? Actually, I will take that one. So it's, I love it's, it, it's, your waiting list. That's fabulous. <laughs> so but it take, you don't just get that. You can't just, you know, get that. We've worked on that. We've, we've got in there and we've actually found out who's who of the industry. Um, and, you know, we're, we're, we get with first supplier for any time in Australia. So, you, like, like, you know, we, we make our business to be involved and in, in do the right thing by these guys and help them out as a franchise and another and other franchises we deal with in that sector um, to, 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 to then feel comfortable to recommend their, their franchisees and, and, and everyone to us. Mm. So, so we can handle the deal and do it. Mm, brilliant. Okay. Um, and what do you think, I mean, when we're recording this, uh, sometimes there's a little bit of a delay between recording and releasing. So not sure when this will release, but when we're recording it, at least, we're right in the middle of COVID. Um, gyms haven't opened up again. Um, and But we've, we've got uh, JobKeeper and other um, stimulus in the, um, you know, economic environment that is keeping uh, gyms that may have been borderline, uh, you know, flowing and moving and from closing down. But, you know, it seems to me that uh, the gym industry will be one of these industries that when we come out on the other side of, at the end of stimulus and JobKeeper, you know, we might see uh, potentially some movement in the market. Um, what's your thoughts in terms of how that might look? Yeah, look, as we know, with COVID-19 issues we've got at the moment, gyms are sharp. Yeah. Uh, and we did have deposits on, on three at the time and, and two of them fell over, but we saved them again. And as you know, I think you're, you're on one of them. So it's just a different way of selling the business. So, you know, we understand that a gym buyer won't want to settle on a gym right now because even that, right, yeah. because it's a, it, gyms are sharp. Right, so there's just a constructive way to buy. These still people still want to buy that gym, yeah. But there's no settle while it's closed, right? Yeah. So what we do is we exchange the contract additional upon settlement four weeks after the lockout laws are listed on gym. So we've still exchanged contracts on these things. Yeah. Um, so we're still selling them even though they're, they're closed. Yeah. We've got another one, uh, a private gym that we're dealing with. Moment we spoke to the buyer yesterday. She's going to take it now with a delayed settlement. So we do want to deal with the landlord on her behalf and then and then the vendor that's, that's selling it to her. Um, where we'll exchange a contract, she can get in over the next period of time on a rent-free basis um, to do a renovation. There's going to be quite a significant renovation on it. And then, again, it's going to settle in a period of time, which might be, you know, they're talking about gyms releasing in, say, six, you know, four or six weeks. It'll be one month after that. So she'll get in there, do the renovations on that particular gym. So the day that the lockout laws are lifted all the time after that we delegate in the contract, she opens up yeah. she goes, so, they're going to relax these things. Yeah, but, but I also think that there's an opportunity for the buyers out there um, who are the investors, you know, um, to I, I think my my personal belief, and I, and I don't know if, um, if this is the same for you, Cliff, but I feel like there will be opportunity in the market for buyers who are ready for it as it comes on. Is that your thoughts? Oh, 100%. I mean, as you know, do what we've just done together, it's um, – you know, the, the buyer got a, got a small, I wouldn't want to say small, a, a little bit of a discount due to the fact of COVID-19. Um, then, one, you know, exchange the contract, the buyer then has to go to his franchise training. Yeah. In the time 
have to, all the time to get set up and ready for settlement. Um, but yes, there is opportunities for, for buyers out there. But uh, you know, a recent one we've got two deposits on it. Um, we say to the buyers, you know, first invest rest. This is not a case of we work. We work in this case for the um, for the vendor. Uh, we look out for the best interest of them. We explain it to them in depth. That that's exactly what we're doing. So they need to move and make a decision on their on their purchase. Um, you know, on that, we've, in the last twenty four hours, or sorry, forty eight hours, we've had another offer on. So we could, you know, wow. Whether it's COVID nineteen or not, we're still selling it. Yeah, yeah. Comments will be delayed. Yeah, that's all we're doing, you know, and that's the standard. You know, this week alone, I, I, we sold another business that's closed in a different sector. We've sold it. We're exchanging contracts on it this week. Delayed settlement. Mm. You know, so it's just it's just a different way of selling businesses. But I, I, I think right very shortly when this all lifts up a little bit, lockdowns gets relaxed a little bit, and a few of these businesses open back up, open back up. We're going to have a million unemployed. They reckon unemployment's going to go to 10%. Mm. With unemployment 10%, that means there's going to be a lot of people looking to buy a job. Yeah. A lot of people that have lost their, lost their job, they're not going to be able to get that job back or they're not going to be able to earn the same money that they used to earn and their accounts are taking 120 grand a year. Where are they going to get that to pay their home money? Because yeah. the jobs aren't going to be available. So what do they do? I think you're absolutely right. But, but here, you know, here's a good plug, I guess, in terms of what type of business do they go out and buy? And, and as we were talking about before, there are some industries where, you know, they, they look better than the reality of running them. But here you are, you know, we're talking about gyms as an industry where it appears when you're buying, it's the sort of thing that, uh, well, the proof is in the pudding. If <laughs> there's low turnover once they get in, you, you know, and I guess it's about making a decision from an unemotional position of really understanding what it is that makes a business work from an investor perspective, if, if even if you're buying yourself a job. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, I mean, there's different people are going to buy different industries, right? So, I mean, if you're back when, before you were an accounts executive, you're, you're, you're an electrician or a plumber, you're probably going to go and buy a plumbing or sure, electrician. Sure. You know, if, you're, if, you're, if you haven't got any skills, you're going to go buy a cafe. That's what a lot of runs do. Like if you, you know, if you, but if you're if you're a higher player in the game and you're on a larger income, you can afford to buy a twenty-four hour you know, franchise gym because they can range anywhere in price from you know five hundred thousand to two point five million. You know, so they're going to go buy that because it's you know they don't actually have to work in it. They just got to oversee and make sure that everything's running smoothly, like any business owner will. But they're not actually in there, you know, doing push-ups with people or, or yeah. standing at the door. They're generally um, investor operated, and the owners. So we'll be working it. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Love it. Well, isn't that the dream business? You know, you buy it, it runs itself, Cliff. I love it. <laughs> if you got any on your books, I might take one now. I'm feeling convinced. <laughs> we actually have and we've talked about it. Watch it. He'll talk me into it. <laughs> this guy's, he's got it. I love it. Uh, cool. Okay. All right. Well, look, um, thanks a lot, Cliff, for coming on to the show today. Um, what, I guess, if you had any parting um, words for um, any of our listeners, perhaps who are vendors of gyms, what is it that they should be thinking about when they're preparing their business for sale or thinking about heading into the exit of a gym? Well, look, we can help them with the preparation of a business for sale. So when they when they come to us, most people have never sold or bought a business. A lot of people have only ever owned one or they've bought one and now they want to sell it for whatever the reasons are. We help them with that. We help them prepare it for sale. So they first come to us and we, we, we explain the process of sale. We tell them how it's done, why it's done that way, why we advertise where we do, why you need to give us the right information and how that's going to resolve in the sale. Um, so we can help them with all that. So if they're a gym owner wanting to get out of a, you know, a private gym or a 
per franchise gym, we certainly specialise. It's one of the specialties that we really focus on. So we can help them through that whole process. Brilliant. And and I guess then um, let's also do a parting tip for, for the buyers out there. Is there, is there anything that you would point to for buyers to be on the lookout for or be thinking about? If um, if a gym sounds, um, a gym, you know, the industry sounds attractive to them, what should they be looking out for in terms of working out what's a good buy versus a bad buy? Um, look, it, it really depends. I mean, the good part about the franchise gyms is that we've got the financial data. You know, so, yes, our gym is going great at the moment. Because no, they're closed, yeah. but they're going to. Re- right. So most of these people are in contracted arrangements where they're in a gym membership for twelve months. Some of them are suspended, but once that lockout lifts up, boom, that goes off the gym membership every week or every month or however they take it out. Um, you know, people are going to go back there. People can't wait to get back to gyms. You know, so me, me, me personally, although I don't go that often, I probably should. I, I still can't wait to get back there and and and, and do some exercise. So. You know, people people out in the park at the moment training. You know, they haven't got the facilities that some of these gyms offer. You know, like a, you know, so with all the you know the high tech sort of gym stuff. So look, it's going to change. It's going to go back to where it was. Um, you know, some of the smaller players will drop off, but the bigger players will, will still be there. Right. So if they're looking to buy a gym, I mean, um, you know, we can certainly help the buyer with some advice on um, on what they need to be looking for. Um, you know, membership levels and size of property and, and you know, the, the franchise training and we'll give, them, give them advice and, you know, on what they need to do to be able to secure one of these. You know, we're coming across them all the time. They, you know, they're, they're, we're getting a lot of calls on, on selling and buying gyms. So we know what's coming up. We know, you know, where we're sitting at the moment with different ones that we've got for sale. Um, so we can help buy and sell or in either way on, on, on purchasing or selling gym. Brilliant. Okay. Well, look, Cliff, thanks so much for coming on to the show and talking all about the gym industry. Um, if any of our listeners want to get in contact with you, um, either to sell or to buy a gym, how can they do that? Oh, easy. They can either give us, send me an email at cliff at universalbusinessbrokers.com.au, call our one three hundred number, one three hundred double zero one three zero three, or call me privately on the mobile, 422 Brilliant. Absolutely love your work, Cliff. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Okay, thanks, Jujan. Well, that's it for our episode all about gyms with Clifford Foster from Universal Business Brokers. Now, if you'd like more information about this topic, head over to our website at thedealroompodcast.com where you'll be able to download a transcript of this podcast episode if you'd like to read it in more detail. You'll find details there of how to contact Cliff Foster at Universal Business Brokers. There you'll also be able to find details of how to contact our lawyers at Aspect Legal if you or your clients would like to discuss the sale or acquisition of a gym business. We have a number of great services for businesses in this industry, either prepare for a sale or an acquisition, and to guide them through the transaction. We work with clients both big and small and have different types of services depending on size and complexity. So don't hesitate to book an appointment with our legal eagles if you'd like to find out how we might be able to assist. And finally, if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please pop over to your favourite podcast player, and leave us a review. And while you're there, don't forget to hit subscribe so we can deliver these podcasts right through to your podcast player as they are released each week. Well, that's it. Thanks again for listening in. You've been listening to Joanna Oki and the Deal Room Podcast.
a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. See you next time. Aspect Legal has a number of great services that help businesses prepare for a sale or acquisition to help them prepare in advance and to get transaction ready. We've also got a range of services to help guide businesses through the sale and acquisitions process. We work with clients both big and small and have different types of services depending on size and complexity. We provide a free consultation to discuss your proposed sale or acquisition. So see our show notes on how to book a time to speak with us or head over to our website at aspectlegal.com.au. Ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening to the Deal Room Podcast. To find out more about this episode and other episodes in the series, check out the show notes or head over to our website at thedealroompodcast.com.au. 